I was just the age of 16 when I first went on the drive. After six months hard labor, at home I did arrive. I courted with a pretty girl, twas her caused me to roam. Now I'm a river driver and I'm far away from home. Hey, this is Tom. I'm drinking a good nature moon. Uh, chocolate milk porter, nitrogen infused by greater good. I already cracked it, so there's that. Uh, yeah. That's awkward. Hey, this is Craig. Um, I got the Berkshire Brewing Company Green Gown Double IPA. Hey, guys, this is Corey. I got the Sunday Paper Imperial Stout with Coffee from Exhibit A Brewing Company Company out of uh, Framingham, Mass. This is Scott, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking a Definitive Double IPA. Uh, I can't read that, what it is, but um, Distant Garden, actually. We are Top Shelf Fantasy, podcast number 37. Uh, listen, listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or go to our website for uh, the podcast and all of our articles at topshelffantasy.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram um, with the handle at topshelffntsy. How are we doing today, fellas? Pretty good. Uh, we got Thursday Night Football already in action. Uh, Raiders, Chargers. Hopefully, you know, see Phil Rivers turn around. We already got a couple picks on the board, so <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> yeah. pr- probably at least one more. Yeah, he's he's our ESPN quarterback in our uh, league with the uh, fantasy doctors. So we're really hoping for a little turnaround. Need um, the black cat. I don't. Yeah, definitely. We'll get the to the black, black cat. cat. That's that's part of the news segment. Well, then let's just go to the news. Let's segment. go to the news. <clears throat> yeah, give me the beat, boys. Uh, Darius Geis activated off the pup list. He is going to return in week 11. What does it mean for fantasy? Does it take a big hit to AP? Do you think he actually plays week 11? I'm, I need to see more than one week from Darius Geis before I buy in. This is, this I mean, is, yeah, yeah. I'm bought you, in enough. You to, can't start him. I mean, I'm bought in enough to roster him. Yeah. If you were looking at it, that if you have way. the spot, right. sure. I mean, yeah, I, if you have the spot, I think it's right. the same thing as Cream Hunt this right. week. You don't want to start the guy, but. I mean, toss me in bench just in case. Yeah, even once he gets activated, you need to see practices from him consistently that he's a full participant. If he's limited in any capacity, obviously you're not starting him. And again, it's probably a hit to AP. The size of that hit, I can't tell you. I mean, you got to give it. You got to give it one week and see what they look like. There is no reason for the Redskins with the, their season going the way it's going to go and blow Darius Geis's knees out again. There's no point in overworking the guy when you have. Adrian Peterson is running the ball just fine. You should be returning Chris Thompson at some point soon. There's not a huge upside to rushing Darius Geis back. But it's the Redskins, and they might do it. <clears throat> yeah. And we were talking about this earlier. Like, the information error just, like, I, I feel like is ruined fantasy football because you're getting updates now that Darius Geis is on a football field. He's been activated off a of pop. And everybody's like, oh, excited. I think somebody ended up dropping, like, 25 bucks on Darius Geis in one of our leagues. And I'm like... The dude hasn't been on a field. And, he when, had the, a, a, and when he was, he had seven <laughs> carries for 20 yards, I think, and yeah. he got hurt. It, yeah, and this so is, this is his second season after a whole season not even playing. <laughs> yeah, you, you He's don't know played one time. quarter. He's played a half of a quarter in his entire NFL career. Yeah, the last time he played competitive football was in college. Yeah. So you need to temper the Darius guy stuff. I mean, he's worth a bench stash for sure, but that's about it at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, on to the next news. Cam Newton placed on the IR finally. I don't know why it took them this long. He had that, um, you know, third or fourth opinion from that doctor. Finally shut him down. Do you think this is the end of Cam with the Panthers? No. Not, I, not, with, I it, not with the Panthers. No. Um, the Panthers are going to be the one to decide that that right. relationship's over. Um, yeah, I don't really see him leaving... Um, I don't know what his contract is right now, but um, he's only signed through 2020. So one through more, 2020, one more year. So that's pretty much right on track with that. I would expect the Panthers aren't going to extend him, but they're not going to cut him. Yeah, 21.1 uh, no million reason. cap hit. 
I mean, it's for one more year. Yeah. They still because they, they drafted Will Greer, which is a rookie quarterback this past year, who was actually um, I think he had like a third round draft grade. So he's at least decent enough where if something happens again with Newton and Kyle Allen's not on the team or Kyle Allen has done a pretty decent job filling in. So there's no need to go out and, and change up what they are already doing at the quarterback position, um, at least for another year, see what happens with Cam, see what happens with Kyle, see what happens with uh, maybe the, the Will Greer you know, next year. I don't know. I don't think they're going to carry three quarterbacks next year. That That's one thing. And I know Ron Vera came out at one point and said that basically since he's drafted Cam, he's been trying to figure out what's my game plan when I don't have Cam. Like, yeah. you know he's going to get hurt and it, this is going to happen. But I think everybody knows he's too good to just let him go. So. Yeah, and, and your style of offense, like to your Ron Rivera point there, your style of offense changes altogether the second that Cam is no longer your right. quarterback. You now have probably a strict pocket passer. Will Greer has some legs, but he's not Cam Newton. He's not... You know what's Cam Newton six six two fifty? Like he's a linebacker playing quarterback. That's well, a rare new, body type. New Cam Newton, yeah, lost a couple inches and in like thirty pounds because he went vegan. <laughs> yeah, so he got hurt right away. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But uh, you know, unfortunate to see him hurt. You know, you never, you never want to see a guy placed on IR, especially in the last year of his contract next year. But uh, I don't know. This, it I could mean, be this... good for the Panthers if they can replace him. You know, he hasn't. He hasn't won a ton of games outside of a couple seasons, so... Yeah, I mean, from like an actual football perspective, we'll see how it plays out. But from a fantasy perspective, this really should be non-news. Because, I mean, Cam Newton's been unavailable to people all season right. long. Yep. And you've been playing with DJ Moore and um, Curtis Samuel. How they are now, that's how they're going to continue the, being. The news uh, from a fantasy uh, perspective is you can, sub you can stop rostering. Two. Cam Newton at this point. If you've been, yeah, I mean, finally, if you've been yeah. hanging on to him, do you have him still? Yeah, if you've been <laughs> hanging on to him and thinking he's going to come back, unless he's a keeper and you've got him in a super late round. You're in dynasty. Let's go with. Let's yeah, go with. If, if you have him in dynasty, just don't move on from him because you there's can't. really no point. You can't. Yeah, you can't. That's it. <laughs> Retire. So, uh, the, the next one's probably bigger news for fantasy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, quarterbacks heading in the other direction. There's a yeah. lot of changes. Should in we tell the for this? listeners? No, 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 no. Just listeners, let it, guess. Let it be, uh, uh, a little cigarette. Let's little just cigarette. let's just sit here in silence until listeners tell us who what this is. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do that. It's <laughs> coming out of the. Uh, <laughs> is it Nick Foles? Yeah, it's Nick Foles. Oh, yes, was, yes was, the boy. <laughs> Where'd you come from? Yeah, Nick Foles uh, comes back. He got his job back uh, over Gardner Minshew. Looks like he's gonna come back and start right away. So good for him. Bad for Minshew. Sorry if you had a Minshew shares, but you're done. I also it, it I also blame this on the black cat. Yeah, it well, could have been a bad one. We'll get to that next, okay? This is a big part of our, our, our podcast. The only now. thing that I will say is Nick Foles has a serious injury history. He has been banged up a bunch of times in his career with significant injuries. I'm not blaming him for it, but if you have Gardner Minshew and you were able to pick up Nick Foles' replacement, I'm not saying necessarily drop him. He might be right back in the starting role in a week. But if you can't, yeah. you probably don't want to be rostering two quarterbacks that are Nick Foles and Gardner Minshew. <laughs> so I understand if you got to drop him, but... Yeah, I mean, just be just be cautious with the, everybody scrambling to pick up Nick Foles that he might get hurt again quickly, I think, or he might stink. I think the more um, uh, thing that I'm concerned about is Leonard Fournette um, and DJ Shark and DD Westbrook and all the other options around him. You're How does this affect? Cons- I, I think it helps them. Uh, yeah. it, it, I mean, it could help, could hurt. It, it depends on what Nick Foles views as you know his his number one op- option. I, I know we only got one game with him, and he had that first pass play to DJ Shark so we would expect you know DJ Shark to continue his when that same um, vein Chris Conley had a huge first week yeah so so I think I think three wide receivers can be supported I mean Foles only played that one drive so in the beginning all right so in the beginning of the year that's true I posed the question of can more than one was a good first draft can more than one Jacksonville wide receiver be relevant for fantasy? That was a question that we talked about while we thought Nick Foles was a quarterback. We had not really seen enough of Nick Foles to really answer that question. I would like to be able to say yes based off of all the other pieces around it, but a lot of that whole stigma about Minshew magic was exactly that, magic. There was a lot to what has gone on with, with him there that... It's magic. <laughs> no, it's Minshew magic. But um, it's magic now Minshew. to the Jags. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't if if things flopped next week and all the you know the pieces in fantasy didn't do that great. I wouldn't 
panic right away. But if it happened two weeks in a row, you really got to start thinking at was Nick Foles a better option? And at that point, Menchu might come back. But um, yeah, I guess it's really just all speculation. One week's but. a fluke. Two weeks is a trend and three weeks is a pattern. And so. there's really not much time left to make your decisions. Yeah. It, it, Doug Marone is going to be faced with a very interesting decision if Foles falls on his face. Very interesting. Because yeah. then it's, who do you choose? And you could be wrong. Ah, we'll Foles, see. Foles I mean, is always the, the bride. That's on till the next bride. week. In bigger news, the biggest news of the, of the week, uh, the Monday Night Football cat is still not found. Um, I mean, that was the biggest headline all week. <laughs> I just read that too. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. read that. So, um, Top Shelf Fantasy is is um he, they're gonna set up a GoFundMe page, um, just helping the rescuers down there. Um, you know, fund them to oh god, just allow me to, enter, just uh, to All right, so so ninety nine percent of the profits for the GoFundMe page will help Top Shelf Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> One percent of the no, profits no, no. will go no. to find the cat. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. We will. We one hundred percent of the profits will go to the cat. Yeah. This cat needs this to be needs, to the yeah, cat and the cat's family. Yes. And and this, well, no the stipulation. It's it's a top shelf cat now. <laughs> yeah. If if that cat is found, yep. he's a top shelf cat. cat. Yeah. He's, uh, that being said, Phil Rivers' third interception of the game. Nope. There is a flag, flag down. on Good the Raiders. Start. So oh, so is. so he Offsides. now has two interceptions oh. negated by penalties. So he should have five in this game. Three. Four, six, <laughs> five. Black hat. All right. Two, Sorry. Two Black hat yeah. not Black found. Hat. Go for me page. Um, it will be up on topshelffantasy.com tomorrow. I will actually make one. I just want to see if someone's going to give us anything. Um, I, I bet you we get something. Yeah. That Black cat needs to be, to found. be found. Yeah. Most looking at you, Dickie. This is Scotty's. Uh, My right, cat so, crush of the year. So we're, <laughs> but if you, if you, you got to listen to Scotty's reaction. Was that in New York? Was that in New York? Yeah, I believe so. The game the last Gi- week, the Giants game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is Monday. Okay. Um, All right, yeah, them and the Jets play this this week. So somewhere in New York, there's a black. <laughs> it's still in the stadium, from what from what we understand. All right, so bouncing back into some actual football news. Uh, bye injuries, big oh, bye weeks. weeks. Yeah, well, it's bye week hell. So yeah, you got Denver, Houston, Jacksonville, New England, Philly, and Washington. Yep, that's a lot of fantasy football two, talent two, on those yeah, teams. Yeah. Two big um, ones. Well, actually, three big ones. Yeah, lineups are really going to hurt without Terry Mc, uh, McDrops. No, I mean, you got, oh, you no, got guys on every single... You got Royce Freeman, Phil Lindsay, Cortland Sutton. You got Deshaun Watson, the whole... Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's... I don't want to go really through all these guys. There really are a lot you, You're probably looking at 20 startable fans. I don't know what I'm going to do without playing yeah. Phillip Lindsay. I just... Plus, New England's too. defense, who's probably the most valuable out of all of them. Probably, yeah. New England's <laughs> defense, if you're playing a defense in your league, is probably undroppable. Your roster... Uh, yeah, you have, you have two defenses this week, people, for sure. People were trading, like, wide receiver threes for New England's yeah. defense. They were averaging 21 points. Yep. And then so, last week happened. Yeah. Took a little dip, but... Uh, all right, on to some injuries. Uh, you want to just go cruise through the likelies to play? Likely to um, play is good, so yeah. yeah. Alvin Kamara, David Johnson, Pat Mahomes, Matt Ryan, all likely to pay, play this week. They've you know had their weeks off. They're coming back. They look good. They say they're good. Their coaches say they're good. They've practiced. Everything points to them actually playing. How do you guys feel about David Johnson? I am very scared that he's going to do another one drive. I'm hurt again. I'm out. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not that high on him. Yeah, I'm concerned I'm concerned about David Johnson because I think that if Chase Edmonds is active too, which I, I don't Chase know. Edmonds is Chase not Edmonds active. is, is not active. Yeah, well, well even Kenyon Drake being there making that trade, I would not be surprised if he doesn't come out if David Johnson doesn't come out 100% that right away Cliff Kingsbury is like, "Well, I have a healthy running back that did well." Yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm just like if David Johnson is healthy, I think the backfield is still his. One hundred percent. I don't it, think Drake's but a threat. That being said, it's his to lose. If he goes out and looks bad, why wouldn't Cliff Kingsbury go? I need to win this game. Kenyon Drake balled out last week against a tough Niners defense. Why am I not going to switch to him? Which right. makes perfect sense. I couldn't blame him at all. So, I again, I think that David Johnson is secure in his job for now. But if he looks bad, I don't. I think Cliff Kingsbury will give him enough rope to hang himself. You know. Well, what's that black cat? Somebody, somebody visit Cliff Kingsbury. Take that rope away. Yeah, the black cat. Mike, <laughs> so black visit. cats in Arizona. All right, Craig, you want to take questionables? Uh, Lev Bell, Amari Cooper, Jacoby Brissett, and Delaney Walker. I'm actually surprised that Delaney Walker's questionable. I would have thought he was more no, doubtful. He's, he still hasn't. 
Um, well, he's but, expected to play. But, but J- Jacoby Brissett's actually been po- uh, trending in the positive direction. Uh, so he might actually play this week uh, over Hoyer. I know they have a good record, so I think they're going to try everything they can to play him. Um, I think as well with Amari Cooper, I feel like he's going to play. Uh, Lev Bell, to me, is, I feel like, kind of trending. Not trending, but like I don't think that there's been really much positive news on Lev Bell. He's the biggest question mark, and we haven't heard much more about his... Um about his MRI. We haven't heard any news on it. Yeah. And what we did see is that they activated Josh Adams off of their practice squad, which is never a good sign considering they already had Bilal Powell and Ty Montgomery. So why are you bringing up another running back? So yeah, I, I heard was, and they, they're saying block a, it was to, yeah, to, to they're block a team saying it was to, to, to block a, tra- a, 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 a team. But I think that was the same thing that Philadelphia did with Josh Adams last year around this time. And why are you trying to block a team from taking your practice well, running the, back if you don't need the, them at all? Who was because it? The GM it's the from Jets. Philly. <laughs> it's the Jets, yeah. That's true. The GM from Philly went to the Jets, or there was a coach. The, the, the coach for Philly who drafted Adams or had Adams is now with New York and has advocated for Adams. Chip Kelly? Believe which <laughs> Which Chip Oh, Kelly? New York Jets? Yeah, for the, for the yeah. Jets. There's there's somebody in the Jets organization who's advocating for Josh Adams and really likes Josh Adams for some reason. I like. Josh I only Adams. know this because of Dynasty. I, I do kind of like. I lost the best. I want to bet against Corey Scotty about him making about Josh Adams making a making a roster. I so my my piece on Love Bell is <laughs> worst this, twenty bucks ever spent. I I don't think Love Bell's hurt. I think he's perfectly fine. The MRI came back clear, um, and there was nothing yeah, they there. Want to get they just, yeah, we'll still try it again. Yeah, I mean, it's they're fishing for something. I think with with Love Bell, I think he's fine. I mean, you start him. I mean, if he's active, so. Sorry, I thought Josh Jacobs just took one to the head, but he seems to be completely fine. So we're good. Yeah, he's running off the field. Um, our doubtfuls. Adam Thielen didn't practice on Thursday, so that's uh, and it sounds like he's not even expected to play anyway. And then I don't know what James Conner's status is. As uh, right not now. To, yeah, not it's not play. good. Yeah, he's he's it's another James Samuel's week. Um, so Benny yeah, Snell's put, out. Put him back on my roster, please. Thank you. Trey Edmonds, Trey Edmonds also did also not practice yes, uh, today, so I don't know who they're going to go with besides Jalen Samuel. So, so Samuel kind of has that right. Um, so here's the players that are out: some big names, Brandon Cooks again, which is what we expected. AJ Green a setback. T.Y. Hilton is out again. Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard um, is also out as well. I don't know if you guys want to talk about any of that. Um, do you, the only one I talk about is Brandon Cooks because he went to go see a concussion specialist. Yep. This is so the second he's, concussion specialist. Yeah, so he, he looks like he might be trending in Sterling Shepard's direction. Uh, yeah, of, I think they're both priests. Like, did they even play this season is a right option because Shepard got back on it in practice. Or you know, just sitting there, the symptoms came back. Like That's, that's not, not good when you go back into the concussion protocol doing no contact. Right. So I think that's dangerous. Brandon Cooks is... Dangerous too because he's had con- concussions in the past as well. So and he had the concussion before their bye week, so he had a whole week right, of, right. Yep. of not even putting a helmet on. So anyway, so something that I, I I guess a question that maybe we should ask ourselves is: Do you hold on to Brandon Cooks? So I I have him um, in one of my leagues, and I was actually talking to Corey uh, earlier this week. I was saying I can't even get him off for you know I can't trade him for waiver pieces, and Corey goes, "Well, I'll take him from you," kind of jokingly. And then like I'm like, "Oh, I, he has Hunter Renfro is probably his worst player." I'm like, "Oh, I'd rather Cooks and Renfro, so why not?" And then not even thirty minutes ago, I go, "I don't know, might might want Renfro more than more than Cooks." So it's it's very difficult to know what you really want to do with him because of the talent. Um, it's almost like AJ Green at this point. It's almost the same thing with this. Um, is separate the name from the player. Yeah, separate the name from the player. Yeah. Like, do which you is really tough think... in fantasy to do. Cause like, what he's done for four seasons is a game changer. Yeah. But... So, so what? So, what do you do? So, I, I'm gonna hold him to to find out what these specialists have said. I'm gonna wait. I mean, there's a, there's a good shot that if a specialist says he can't play the rest of the season, that LA is not gonna keep him on the roster. And they're going to put him on the the you know IR. So you know we should know at some point if he is going to come back. Um, I wouldn't expect them to again keep him if he's not going to play. You should have a lineup set for this week by now, anyway. I would think. So if you yeah, have Brandon yeah. Cooks, you've I you think have going to this week, even like on Tuesday, y- the 
chance that he would play it would it was slim to none in the first place. So you should have had a backup plan going forward. Right. Like I, I have Josh Reynolds. So you can hold. Right. Like you I picked up Reynolds. That's a perfect replacement. That's he's gonna get similar amount of. Oh, yeah, he so might or Josh Reynolds. If nobody listened to, I think it was. Well, that's, no, that's what I just. That's what I just said. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, you yeah. said Hunter Renfro. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, hey, is, how is it, Hunter Renfro doing? It is an 11% border over here. How you doing? Is it 11? Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. This thing's, uh, yeah, this thing's a slap in the face. Yeah, you've drank pretty yeah, much. So how you doing? I've got a 9.9 over here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm done. feeling flush. <laughs> Mine's um not alcoholic. Scotty's the alcoholic. Um, Scotty will be cracking into an alcoholic. I don't know what in mourning over the cat, so we'll get the fun. <laughs> the cat, as far as we know, the cat is still alive. <laughs> the cat is dead. Oh. <laughs> the, cat, the guy got hit by a car there. by a drunk tailgater. Again, we're, we're setting up a GoFundMe so page. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. No, the, the cat's fine. Give us your money. <laughs> we're, um, we'll also pay for the... Funeral cost, if that's the case. Yeah, yeah. All right, fair, fair enough. But we still get the cat. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna stuff it. Oh my goodness! Not on the wall. Um, so we're gonna go into uh, some bold predictions. Um, you know, for this week, week ten. Um, I think I would like to actually start off uh, with a little bit of a segue from the last one, um, with AJ Green being out and having a setback. Uh, Scott, how do you feel about AJ Green? Um, in your bold prediction. So I put this in before there was even a setback today, and no, look at the edits. True. Let's look at the edits. Timestamps. You can't. You can't. (laughs) So um, because when I said it, you guys were oh, that's crazy. Of course he's going to do it. But I'm saying AJ Green, um, as well as Sterling Shepard, will not play the rest of the season. In my mind, I, I see there's no point for AJ Green to play. If he wants a contract, there's no way he wants to get on the field. Um, to re-injure the whole NFL knows exactly who AJ Green is, so there's no need for anyone to see him play. Um, I think the teams rather him not play at all and sign him in the off season. So um, in my mind, they're they don't have a win. There's no point for him to play and to re-injure that knee. So that's my take. And he had a setback. He's out indefinitely. So it does sound right now that he's leaning towards missing the entire season. And also Sterling Shepard, we talked about before concussion i don't think he plays you can drop him off your team aj green's a lot tougher to drop because it's aj green but don't be surprised if he's on your bench the entire season yeah and we we had mentioned that at some time around like week six ish that what a screw up by cincinnati not even putting him on the ir at the beginning of the year or trading him like there was there's so many reasons to to not have had him on their roster this year yeah, now I'm completely on the same page with you with Sterling Shepard. I don't think he plays again this year. Um, with Again, concussion history. We've gone over this a bunch of times. Uh, it's his third concussion of the year, and he's had more in his past. So, Or maybe it's his second concussion of the year, rather, and he's had more in this past. But there's no sense in him coming back any sooner than he needs to. It's dangerous. Don't risk it. A.J. Green, on the other hand, I do think plays again this year. I know you mentioned the contract. And I think you made some very compelling points. That being said... If he sits out an entire year, he's an aging veteran wide receiver. Teams start to see a cliff. We talk about cliffs all the time. They want him to come out this year and see what he has. That You even saw teams hesitant to pay Lev Bell, who's closer to his prime than A.J. Green, really, after him taking a year off. A.J. Green's going to have a more difficult time getting the good long-term deal he wants anywhere really outside of Cincinnati to begin with. And then on top of that, taking a, a full year off without any games played, I think that hurts his value. Now, he did come out and make several comments saying that it's not about the money, it's about the years. So maybe he will play at a discounted rate. But I'm not, I'm not I mean, I'm not confident that he's going to do that either. I do think he comes out and plays maybe week, probably not week 11, maybe week 12, 13. But who, who knows at this point? Because out <clears throat> indefinitely sounds bad. Yeah, I, I think AJ Green though, and these are bold predictions, right? I mean, so these are oh yeah, I mean, I mean like, uh, no, it's, it's a fact, it's a fact. But AJ Green, if you happen. can, yeah. if you can go Definitely. into, if you can understand that there's a chance that you're not going to have AJ Green for the rest of the year, and you're a first place, second place team, and you can give up bench players for AJ Green, that's that's a no risk, high reward type of move that you could make. JD McKissick 
for AJ Green. Perhaps. Well, I'm, yeah, I mean, listen, Corey, <laughs> it is what it is. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, if you can, if you can wrap your head around and be okay, understanding that AJ Green, there's a possibility you don't have him for the whole season. I, I think, I think that's a good move. I, I think we've spent probably too much time talking about AJ Green and the Bengals. Yeah. The there's so many people Bengals. concerned about him now. Yeah, I mean, there are teams that have rostered him for ten for, weeks. For yeah, I'm yeah. one of them. So yeah. I feel the struggle. There's been people that have traded See, for him. I've, I've rostered him for a while, but I've just looked at him and be like, "Hey, it'd be nice." Like I wasn't like my whole team's dependent on AJ Green, but yeah, I guess to be my second part. Yeah. All right. I'll, um. So that was my bold take, kind of for the season going forward. My bold take of the week. I decided I want to add this in here. OJ Howard will finish as a top five tight end this week. Boom, roasted. So I uh, agree with you again on this point. Um, I've actually got him starting in a lineup this week. I dropped, uh, you'll, you'll never believe who I dropped for him, uh, Johnny Smith. And I picked up OJ Howard on a flyer. Um, just figured I'd give it a shot. Why not? And uh, it's, a, it's a tight end position. Yeah, team, so team's hard. in good shape in that league. I'm six and two or something like that. So maybe six and three. We're not here to brag, Corey. Yeah, I like to brag as much as possible. I have a lot of winning teams this year. So, uh, <laughs> Easiest schedule for a tight end. Yeah, OJ Howard week, looks like so. he's going to have a, have a good week. All things point in that direction. All right, so I guess I'll start into mine. Um, I'm going to double down on what my early season bold prediction was. Uh, it was a quite lengthy uh bold prediction on the cincinnati Bengals altogether, um and w- pretty much half of it's already true uh i said that they would start two and six um but they went zero and eight and that they would tr- uh <laughs> so not true on number one well let's not, let's get <laughs> the the Bengals have sucked they changed quarterbacks so you're right oh okay so so my bold prediction is is not is not Credible because it's come true. I'm I'm confused. Carry on, carry on, carry on. So, so Ryan Finley is the quarterback. I said at least by this point would would start. Um, And then I would say at this point going forward, uh, things are going to change for a positive way for Cincinnati. Now that sounds completely ridiculous, but Ryan Finley was a quarterback that Zach Taylor, the new head coach, sought out to go get. Uh, he came from the same system that Sean McVay did. So obviously with, with a little bit of time, um, Finley has learned the offense that he was designed to play in. I'm not saying that Finley is going to come out and, and be a world beater, but I think that the offense is going to you know flourish a little bit more than when uh, Andy Dalton was there. Not to say that Andy Dalton did absolutely terrible, but I think that something with um, you know having the, the, the way that Zach Taylor found his quarterback having, you know, him start the offense that, that he's supposed to do is going to be able to help out the rest of So for uh, you Ryan Finley's a bump. I yeah, oh yeah, Ryan Finley's a bump. Um, you know, obvi- I I had expected at this point AJ Green to come back and yeah. I had expected you, I know, you and the world. <laughs> so so I I was also kind of adding that in. Um, but I still think Taylor can get a bump and I still think Joe Mixon can get a bump. Um, and, and last week, I believe I, I had, I wasn't here for it, but, uh, Joe Mixon was my buy low. Um, granted this week they're playing Baltimore with a totally revamped secondary. So it, it may, you know, seem to blow up in my face right away because they're playing, you know, they, they have, uh, Marcus Peters, Jimmy Smith just came back. Um, you know, Earl Thomas, still Earl Thomas there. is going all over the place. Um, they, they obviously just made new England look silly. So you know their their defense is definitely going to shut down Cincinnati this week. Yeah, if I'm if I'm Ryan Finley, I'm begging them to start Andy Dalton one more week. <laughs> Give me the bye, and we'll take uh, we'll take the next. But my guy. bold prediction for this is that Joe Mixon actually bounces back, and that he finishes as an RB two on the season, where he's outside the RB three right now. Um, he's too talented. I think this is a, a positive regression situation with Joe Mixon with a bump to the offense. It has to go to their number one. Uh, offensive weapon and Joe Mixon, so I, I I would I would be buying low on him, and I would also expect him to finish you know a lot better than he had started this year. Corey, do you want to go to yours first? I think Tom should be the last one. Yeah, I'll take mine. Um, Ezekiel Elliott this week I think finishes outside of RB one, so I think he finishes as RB thirteen total on the week or or lower this week. I mean he's ranked as fifth overall in points per game, and he's ranked fifth by Yahoo and projected points this week at the running back position. 
I just don't see him producing that much with a tough. I think they're playing Minnesota this week. Uh, they're a tough defense. You did see uh, Adrian Peterson gash them a bit here and there, but he was kind of playing a revenge game. Ezekiel Elliott doesn't have that so much, and I do think you're going to see Dak try to stretch the ball to um, Amari Cooper if he goes, and then specifically uh, Michael Gallup trying to get him more involved. I just think this is a down week for Ezekiel Elliott, and that's not to to knock him or the offensive line of the Cowboys in any way. I just think it's going to be his one bad week. He's been good every single other week this year. He's due for a bummer. That's really it. Yeah, it's bold. It's got to be bold. Bold prediction. Tom? My bold uh, prediction is the black cat returns <laughs> to the football field. Now, I'm don't don't hear what, what I'm stadium? saying. To the New York Stadium. I don't, is it MetLife? MetLife. Yeah, yeah MetLife Sorry, Stadium. Yeah, I, I don't know if, when do you know. Now, now I'm not saying a black cat. I'm saying <laughs> the <laughs> black cat. Okay. Okay, yeah. and once he's on that field, top shelf, we'll swoop in and we'll claim as well, ours. Hopefully, yes. with that our, is our that's my bold prediction. Hopefully, with our funding from our GoFundMe, we'll already have possession of the black cat, <laughs> we and will. we can funnel him into the stadium. <laughs> Listen, yeah, with, the, with the funds, <laughs> just for the, for the podcast, we are as the bold take to come true. We're gonna make sure he gets on. You that think I won't break yeah. into MetLife Stadium? I've done it before. We'll get tickets <laughs> to go to the, the Jets and Giants game. Oh, we'll, 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 no, we'll suck it up. <laughs> I'm we not paying money. I'm sticking it in. <laughs> we'll suck it up for the black cat. I mean, how much are those yeah, tickets? Like 30 bucks? <laughs> They're paying you to go in and watch the it's game. It's less than a Toronto Blue Jays game. I mean, come on. It's less than a beer they sell there. <laughs> but it's all worth it for the black cat. You guys remember um, Men in Black, the first one, Orion's Belt, the cat? That's, Never that's, heard of it. That's, that's got to be this cat, is, is the alien cat. It's it's something like that, but it's too cute. It's too cute. It's, uh, it's a good, good gift about All right, uh, enough about the cat. We'll probably get to that probably in each segment. We, we, I mean, so. we'll be talking about the cat for the All rest right, of so the season. We, we got some time to, to do the uh, buy low, sell high for this podcast. Oh. Um, Tom, do you want to start you with your buy low? Yeah, sure. I'm going to buy low Tyler Boyd because the news of saying the number one wide receiver who's out for the rest of the season pretty much. Uh, let's go buy. Buy the wide receiver too low. Uh, I think it's going to be hard to buy Tyler Boyd low, to be completely honest. But 128 made me put this year. I ran out of time. People um, might freak out, though. I mean, new I think a lot rookie people, quarterback. He hasn't been yeah. that great this season. I mean, he, he's been quietly he's good. Um, he's getting a lot of targets. So that's, I mean, I don't see that changing. But new quarterback, people might be freaking out. You know, Tyler Boyd's going to do nothing. They might trade him for yeah, you get you way get lower that, value than he's right. worth. You well, get that and, argument all the time. Is it's a new quarterback, rookie quarterback, he's going to be unsettled. But I say the opposite every single time. I said it about Brandon Allen last week. They right. go out there, they have nothing to lose. All they do is sling the ball around. They have no fear. It's Especially these, when it's this late in the season. And Tyler Boyd and Ryan Finley have to get on the same page because they're the future of the Bengals. So I, I think if you can get Tyler Boyd and Unless you can get him for low... If they Do you think Tua. they draft Tua? If yes, they have, absolutely. No, you know what? So no, no, no. Actually, I, you know it's another wild. quarterback. But I think it's I think it's a quarterback. If they do, they will get draft the number someone. one pick. Yeah. The LSU quarterback right now. I'm blanking on his name. Is the guy Burrow? Uh, Burrow. Yes, he's the guy that would be going number one. He's he has usurped Tua in all of uh, draft boards and all draft experts. It's just well, funny because it doesn't seem like the Bengals are tanking. Like that's it. That's they're the not, only like no, no, you watch Miami to. and Miami's we're, we're like we're gonna trade everyone for all of the picks and the Bengals are like no nah, we'll keep AJ Green in his ankle but we're good we're fine I'm, I'm always skeptical about the left-handed quarterback coming out because you have to flip your entire offense it's a difficult transition to go with a lefty quarterback so if they can grab a right-handed whoever the hell you guys just said LSU LSU quarterback Burrow Burrow um. Maybe there's, maybe that's the better option because it's more it's a more seamless transition. There, there's, there's a good shot. Is he? I have no idea. I was there gonna is, say there is a good I would have shot, no idea. <laughs> That'd shoot down your whole not league. a college football <laughs> guy until the off season. So so again we're we're gonna get we're going way too far and I'll, I'll we'll bring this up later in the off season. But there's a good shot that they don't go quarterback and that they do go with. There's supposed to be another Quentin Nelson type offensive lineman in this draft. Well, so they need that. That's exactly they're gonna, what they Well, need. they're going to return so, offensive linemen who are hurt, yeah. thankfully, 
And then if they can draft another, yeah. And Quentin you you Nelson saw trade. what Nelson did to Indy; it turned around the entire franchise. Oh, exactly. They so, grabbed him in their center in one draft and went like, "Let's go!" Now yeah. we're here. So, and so there there is that there is that opportunity. Um, but uh, I believe I, I can't remember what we were even talking about. Buy low on Tyler uh, Boyd. Yeah, I think it's a good buy low. And I think I think and I think you can buy him low. Is my my ultimate point. I think I yeah. agree with what you're saying. Buy him low. I think that there is potential to do that because people will panic. So. Scott, on to you. Yeah, my buy low is D.D. Westbrook. Um, you can probably get this guy in a lot of, um, of your waivers, too. Bye week, and do you want him for me? Yeah, trade him. Okay, sure. All right. Bye week, Tom, and he's me, coming off of an injury the last two weeks, so people might just say, you know, this guy's done, new quarterback, but... Jaguars have one of the easiest schedules going forward for quarterbacks and wide receivers. Um, I think Didi and and DJ Chark there are um, both fantasy relevant. I think they're 1A, 1B. Not Chris Conley? Not Chris Conley whatsoever. Um, Jeff Swain. He's on the IR for the last time. With over the last time. Tom is obsessed with Jeff Swain. No, I'm no, obsessed with Jeff Swain. No, Scotty's obsessed with Jeff See, my draft throw didn't come. No, it was a bull prediction because Nick Foles loves the tight end. And that's why he went there. Nick Foles, Nick uh, yeah. Foles play, play, played one drive and Swain got hurt. So, so well, who's about to start? Swain's on the IR. The, uh, the, uh, it was oh, a joke. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I never Danny. had my chance to have this bull take even <laughs> surface in the NFL. What about O'Shaughnessy? He's on the IR. I'm joking. I know he's on the IR. Didi. So Didi. Okay. So Didi Westbrook, uh, this is a guy that I think is an easy WR3 going forward after the bye. Um, just the targets alone, Nick Foles, I think, will look for him a lot more than DJ Chark. Not a lot more, but I mean, I think they're going to be relatively close. I don't think Chark's going to be any better than Didi going forward. Didi Westbrook is a guy that you can get in a trade. It if you're doing a two for one, you can be like, hey, you know what? Toss in DD Westbrook for this. People are are just going to toss in DD Westbrook. You, you don't just toss in Chris Godwin? No, no, no. Chris Godwin's the third option. Ah, so gotcha, you to- gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. So after you toss so in DD, then you like gotcha. if I'm trading okay. for Josh Jacobs or no, or all right, say I'm trading like one of our sell highs away, I'm gonna you know try to get player A, and then you know what? D.D. Westbrook, because he went, oh, yeah, take my, you know, fifth string by the skew, and then might as well toss in Chris Godwin, too. But D.D. Westbrook's my buy low. Glad we got to that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Craig? So uh, my buy low is T.Y. Hilton. Um, with the injury going on right now, uh, obviously it's his, his um, uh, you know, value is at an all-time low. Uh during this season, the beginning of the three weeks, he really, you know, got on the same page with Brissett, had some injuries, had his bye, had come back in week seven, put up again another great performance, and then got hurt again in week eight. Um, so, yes, this guy is hurt quite often, uh, which is why his value is low. Um, I, I mean, even seeing some, uh, for whatever reason, it must be like six team or eight team leagues, people are dropping him. Um, but. He will come back, in my opinion, sometime around the playoffs for you. Uh, and I don't think that teams that have him that are trying to win now to even get in the playoffs are going to be able to hang on to him. And I think they're, they're going to try and sell him. Um, so I'm going to say if you if you do have a winning record, this guy is, is going to be back for your playoffs. And he f- uh, faces Tampa Bay, which is the easiest against wide receivers, New Orleans, who is ninth, and then Carolina, who's 10th. So he's got an amazing playoff schedule. And if he does sit out, you know, the next couple of weeks, you know, even a little bit further into December, um, you know, that that's actually beneficial uh, because if you're trading for him, you're probably not going to have to give up a starter for him at this point. Uh, especially if he's on a team, if, if you guys, you know, the way your league is constructed, if he's on a team that's, you know, on the playoff edge, they shouldn't be hanging on to T.Y. Hilton. They should be selling him. And if you're a playoff team already, you should be buying him low. Yeah, I think T.Y. is a great buy low. Um, like you said, he's hurt this year, but he does not have an, a history of injury. So it's kind of just a fluke this year. You've got uh, his whole past career, he's missed one or two games every single year, tops. And most years he's played the full 16. So kind of just a fluke. He's had a bad run this year, but you think he's going to get back out there and he should be healthy once he's once he's good. Kind of just bad luck. 
Um, and when you, like you said, when he's been on the field, he's produced. So that's all you can ask for. Yeah. I agree. All right, cool. Yep. On to my buy low. Um, I've got my buy low as David Johnson, which might be a little tricky to buy low, but I think just with given the injuries um, that he's you know suffered in the whole, even when he came back that one game and then he played one drive and then sat out the rest of it, I'm not convinced he's not going to do that again. Uh, he's finally set to return. He says he's healthy, but he does come back to face Tampa Bay and then San Francisco and then go on his bye week. So that's a brutal schedule to come back to. However, if you can buy him for the right price, when he returns from his bye week in week 13, he has the Rams, the Steelers, the Browns, and Seattle, who has been a little tough, but whatever. That's week 17, so it doesn't really even matter for fantasy relevancy. Um, if you're a playoff-bound team and you can afford to stash DJ for a couple weeks and maybe not see so much return from him, I'd still probably start him if you can grab him, but expect or you know temper your expectations a bit. He can be a huge X factor come playoff time. Uh, again, I have a lot of skepticism about the accuracy of his injury reports, but outside of that, if you could trade him maybe in exchange for like a wide receiver two slash running back two to three package, I think that you might be able to get that done with a DJ owner who's kind of on the fence about holding on to him based on, again, the injuries that could reoccur or just his lack of production throughout the whole season. Um, a perfect swap for me, if you could make it happen, is go out if you have Lev Bell and you want to trade for DJ uh, for David Johnson. I would do that this week, right now, just because of Lev Bell's current concerns with his MRI. If there's any uncertainty in your mind about Lev Bell, go out and trade it for David Johnson. I think that's a good swap, and that might be one of the only times you could trade position for position. And it's two of the running backs in the NFL that you've no one has any idea what the heck their injury actually is like is it severe is love just gonna sit the rest of the season i mean i don't think so but yeah yeah i'm 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 personally not panicking if i'm the love owner um but yeah i mean there's a low risk high reward with david johnson which is nice Yep. My my only skepticism with Lev Bell is is the fact that the Jets record this year has shown up to be nothing but the same as last year, if not worse. So it's Butthead. I'm not sure it's, how uh, Adam Butthead. And and, and that adds into it butthead too. Butthead Gase. I mean Tom as long as, as, long as Butthead's in his name somewhere, it's Tom has chosen to take the mature approach with that Gase. <laughs> Dude, you're a doo doo face, man. I hate you. <laughs> Big giant doo doo face. I just think that you're an idiot and that's really all there Whoa, is. Whoa, sell Corey, sell high, <laughs> Adam Gase. Oh wait, you can't sell him high because he sucks. Uh Corey, you wanna go to your sell high now? Yeah, I do. Thank you for asking, Scott. Is it Adam uh, Gase? Yeah, selling hot. No, I'd ever sell him high. <laughs> you who? can't sell him <laughs> high. Who? Uh, he no. belongs in free agency. You can have My sell cards. high is uh, David Montgomery. I want to be very clear. This is not a knock on David Montgomery by any stretch of the imagination. I just think that he is very unlikely to continue to give you 20-plus point games on a regular basis on a team that's probably likely to be behind. Uh, he still has the looming threat of Tariq Cohen to share passing downs with, and just that's enough for me to consider shipping him off if you can get the right return. For Montgomery, you should be able to return either like a low-end wide receiver one or maybe a high-end wide receiver two plus another piece of like additional value. Uh, like a D.D. Westbrook or something. Uh, that's the perfect D. example. Yeah, a D.D. Westbrook would be a perfect toss into there. Uh, depending on the needs of your team, you can trade Montgomery for the pieces. I, If you can trade him for two pieces or the right one other piece, you should be able to go to a championship, no problem. What did you say you could sell him for? A uh, low-end wide receiver one or either a high-end wide receiver two plus an additional piece. Of yeah, because I just... So I'm in one of my leagues. I needed a running back pretty badly. And I ended up trading away Tyreek. There you go. So and there's and I forget, straight up. Who, no, I forget who there was a, another piece in there. For Montgomery? For Montgomery. So you trade Tyreek and someone else for Montgomery. Yeah, I yeah. am in that league with But I, I think Tyreek I view Tyreek probably as so, a lower end wide receiver one. Like I think that's I think that I overpaid so, for David Montgomery, but I needed a running back. And I think if you're the David Montgomery owner and you can get rid of him, I think that's a perfect yeah. package. So you made, On a, both you made sides a good trade. Tyreek Hill and Ryan Tannehill, you sent away. 
Oh yeah, that's because Bob won. Bob, Bob just wanted the guy I dropped. And you oh, got I get Didi and, and you uh, got Montgomery and Didi. You got, oh my god, Montgomery right. and Didi. So <laughs> well, Bob threw on Bob the threw in Didi other. and you threw in Ryan Tannehill and you guys yeah. essentially did Tyreek Hill for David Montgomery. Yeah, which that's I a, which I think is a is a solid trade, but which is where I'm trying, I'm coming from a low end yes. wide receiver one, and he I mean he probably creeps into higher wide receiver one territory when but if Mahomes you need is back. a running back exactly, and and that's that's what I think I wanted to point out was that. If you're the David Montgomery owner, there's a chance that you could actually get higher value than that because teams need a running back. Right. right. So, and, and likely uh, you didn't draft David Montgomery as your starting running back. You most likely have one guy who's definitely better than him, one guy who's probably comparable to him. Lev Bell and David Johnson. There you go. Oof. Yeah, so my trade... <laughs> That's a rough year. My yeah. trade target this week was David Montgomery, and my trade packages were a high wide receiver two, so high wide receiver two, low wide receiver one, kind of what you said, or a low wide receiver two and like a flex play. I wish that I had okay. looked at your trade targets because I would have copied that, but instead I just free-balled it. I mean, no, it came up with the same thing. It's pretty similar. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty similar. Yeah, already. I mean, and, 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 that's, and that's even value. And I know that's, what that's you mean. Like, teams may need a position. Yeah, it, depends, it all depends on the team. Corey still taking. thinks he's he, he's going to do well this season, but I think if if if, if People view him as you're know, right, back to back twenty plus point games. Wow, this guy is a top five back going forward. I mean, exactly. Probably if, not, but if you can sell him at those twenty point game highs, do it. And then I think realistically, you can expect from him twelve to fifteen a game, which is a more reasonable value. You can return two guys that will then give you twelve each. So you're trading twenty four for twelve. Yeah, that's, you can have a big that's point a plus. swing. That's a plus for you. Right, you can have a big point. Then again, it there. eats two roster spots. We'll talk about this in depth later. <laughs> Correct. So uh, yeah, my sell high is a player that scored four touchdowns in the last three weeks, um, and he his uh, he so he he, <laughs> he sidetracked me a little bit. But J- Jamal Williams is my sell high again. Four touchdowns in the last three weeks, yet averaged under forty all-purpose yards each game. He's a bad running back. So he's getting the fantasy points because of the (laughs) lucky touchdowns, yet he is not doing really anything at all. He's had 12 rushing attempts total in the last three weeks. But he scores touchdowns. But he scores touchdowns. So so that is, is definitely due for regression, especially since next week he has a bye week and the following week he plays San Francisco. So now is the only time I feel like. I mean, it's definitely the the most you're going to get for Williams. I feel like next week he might not get any points. Well, I don't think so either. He's going to be on a bye. Bold take. <laughs> Jim, I'm just saying. So uh, Jamal Williams is going to get zero points one week from now to the end of the season. So if there's so if there's someone out there that thinks that Jamal Williams is really eating into Aaron Jones's <clears throat> workload, go ahead and and try and find that guy because he really isn't. They're out there. Um, did yeah. you see that beautiful back corner end zone grab he made that when was, Aaron Rodgers that was trying nice. to throw the ball away? I don't want to that talk was about it. I lost the fantasy week because of that. I don't want to it was. Talk. It made me physically ill to watch. Gift from the yeah. gods. All right. Um, Mamel Moy. My so high. <laughs> Mamel Moy. M- M- meow. 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 Sorry. Hairball. Miles, my cell has shut his No, 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 McElroy. I don't know. What are you, who are you selling over there? Damien Williams is my sell high. Um, I mean, he had a huge, I mean, one huge run last week that that made him fantasy relevant. Going for me, you know, I've talked about this for weeks. I don't want to own any Kansas City running back at all. If you hell on to this guy and he did this last week after McCoy got three carries and barely touched the field I think you can sell him as uh, to people that think you know this is the Damien of late last season a league winner they found their running back finally I don't think they did I think it's I, I think it's Damien but I don't think it's 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 him by any means I think he's going to have those dud games he's not going to have that one big run every week you can sell him as a Low in RB2, I think that's a steal. Yeah. I mean, if you package him, you probably, if you package him in like the Monday Night Black Cat and you can get a guy like Tyler Boyd, <laughs> I would. 
I don't know, man. <laughs> that black cat. <laughs> That's a that's a uh, league winner right there. <laughs> that cat should at least get you Dave Montgomery. <laughs> See, I think the black um, cat's dead. So. I and and I would go lower. I, I like I, I would <laughs> do. It's <laughs> all right. God damn. All right. My sell high is the Monday Night Black Cat. So in conjunction with Damian Williams, go package them for Tyler Boyd. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, no. So my sell high is uh, Marvin Jones. Um, Marvin Jones is going to do what he's been doing. Like, I, I don't want anybody to sit here and, and think that I think Marvin Jones is done. Him and the black cat. All right. <laughs> my God. I think these two are all going to be spitting out beer soon. Uh, <laughs> Marvin Jones is going to continue to score points, but he's going to do it rather inconsistently. So if you can take what consistency you have with Marvin Jones and the inconsistency of the black cat showing up on, <laughs> on football – then you've got something good for you. I I, I think we got to call this a wrap. Yeah, we have a whole other podcast coming up after this one. And it's um, going to be even better than this. Yeah. This is like so, 50 minutes of so Black Hat we, talk. We have uh, our stardom sit um, and the Black Hat is going to show up in every category. Um, so <laughs> we are going to be found on Twitter and Instagram at Top Shelf FNTSY. Uh, you'll be able to check out our top trade <laughs> targets. You want to make another black cat joke? Uh, our top trade <laughs> targets article is on there, um, so please go check that out. Um, just so you guys know, too, if you guys go to our website and subscribe onto that website, we'll be able to get you our waiver article um, out br- prior to us sending us out to anyone else out on Twitter. Typically, several hours sooner. So yeah, so you're going to get a little bit of an advantage uh, uh, if you go ahead and subscribe to our and mail uh, servers website. Recognize us; we're not spam. Yes, so, so we're not going to be good. in your junk folder. Um, so <laughs> right where uh, that's you want that's us. that's good. That's good. Um, anyway, uh, find us again uh, on Top Shelf FNTSY. We are going to conclude this one for Scott, Corey, and Tom. I am Craig. Stay fluid, stay loose. I'll eat when I am hungry and I'll drink when I am dry. Get drunk whenever I'm ready. Get sober by and by. And if this river don't drown me, it's down I'll mean to roam. For I'm a river driver and I'm far away from home.